As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The professional triers in the Holiday Lighting Think Tank have teamed up with Cool Tees to provide you, our VIP listeners, with some cool, awesome, and one-of-a-kind professional triers here, including T-shirts, brew mugs, can coolies, coffee mugs, and, of course, the one and only Think Tank flannel shirt made famous by none other than our own JR. So go to hlttgear.com, that's hlttgear.com, and get Get your professional trier's gear today. You're listening to the professional triers. <laughs> Vinny's sitting on Santa Claus's lamp. Good boy, Vinny. Here's Vinny and JR. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Professional Triers. We have a special roundtable episode, a lot of great guests, and of course, your ball-headed guy in sunglasses that night, Vinny. Sorry, this fireball is just so good. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Hey, it made, got you, a new voice it, made you, it made you laugh, didn't it? He's got a new voice. He's That's excellent. It's your job. I'll work on voices all night. Get enough fireball in me. How much fireball have you had? That much. Are we, are we going to put a... It, there may have been ice in it, so it might have been that. I don't know. Where's your hat? Where's your hat? I lost count. Where's your hat? Do I need a hat? You should have your f- official fireball drinking hat on. Where's your hat? You should have a flat bill on. I should, but I did my hair today. Everybody else I, has. I often on. have. That. I don't know if Ricky does. But anyways, we've just been screwing around too much, and we got people just sitting. Yeah, here who's who's on with us right now? We have Ricky, who has his Christmas tree set up already. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't say already. I'd say still. Still. We got Garland still on the uh, Newell posts and the banisters. Okay. So, Mr. Ricky Cloutier. Yes. Of of what company? Ricky, go ahead and plug it. Um, I am of CCL Controllers. And what do you do there? Um, I build custom controllers. Thank you. And then we have Russell. What's up? Mo Votes. Mo, Mo Beta. Beta. I'm the 12-volt evangelist. That's my uh, business. <laughs> I like it. That's awesome. I'll hand out little tracks and stuff. It's great. Awesome. And <laughs> last but not least. Book. That's right. Last but not least, who do we have, Jeff? We have John, our biggest critic of the podcast. Your biggest us, fan. Yeah. <laughs> the weekly updates. It's awesome. I, I thought it. I thought it was classified as a <laughs> Does that it's not fair. count as a groupie? Only if I was just fawning you, Vinny, but usually I'm just criticizing something about what you've done on the podcast. I can live with that. Okay. You sound like, you sound like my wife. I try. We all try. She loves it. I think it's just. So this episode is for 
first timers and people who really need some organization to their getting started because it's about to be go time. So we have John, fairly new to this, and it's only gone one year and probably has some really good questions. And then we have Mr. 12 Volt, who's a pretty good veteran in this and knows a ton of stuff. And then we have Ricky, who makes some awesome controllers and definitely help you out in that situation. And we have Vinny, who drinks a lot, <clears throat> has a weird-ass big display, and he might have some good info. So let's just give that I a shot. Like... And and we have Daryl, who comes and goes randomly in the podcast. Hi, Daryl. He's like a... It's like the oh, he's, no, he's gone. gone. He's like the janitor <laughs> stepping into the studio. It's like, hey, you guys done yet? No. Yeah. Okay, I'll come back later. Yeah. So Vinny, you wrote down some questions. So you wanna? I did. Start us out. I I wrote down some questions. You I think said I said I. I think I said I'd think of. Some. Did you think of any? Did I think of any? Yeah. Well, let I'm me on say. vacation and so, I'm kind of like. Ah, okay, we're gonna say this. Way. So it is uh, August right now. Um, so let's. I'm gonna kind of ask a question, and then I'll let, give each one of you an opportunity to answer. So it's August right now. So Russell, in August, in preparation for the upcoming show, what are you doing right now to most benefit your show come November? Well, <clears throat> what I'm doing right now and what I should be doing probably are two different things. But I'm playing with all the new toys right now. So ordered the Boscoyo, um expo sale items and that came in and i've been populating all those so i'm done with that and pushing all those pixels i have very good intentions very soon of dragging all my stuff out of the attic and so what i do when i take down my display um yeah i fix dead stuff that's convenient during the year but you know stuff stuff you know don't notice too much um stuff that you know it's not worth taking everything down to fix i mark it with painter's tape and I put it in the attic. And so the theory is, is that this time of year, you pull that stuff down, you get it repaired so that when you're in crunch time and setup time, you're not having to go and resolder a bunch of broken. Stuff. So, I mean, it's not, it's not a whole bunch, but it's probably eight or 10 nodes here and there, but I need to pull everything out and test it. Resolder. Ricky, what are you up to? What are you working on? Um, currently nothing of my own because I'm too busy building everyone else's stuff. Okay. So then answer the question the way, what is it about your controllers that, will benefit somebody when they're trying to set up their display for let's say year one and um well they're pre-built they're all tested so they're basically plug and play they're just done um, and they're pretty much custom to whatever you need for the most part that's very helpful i asked for I a custom one last week yeah, i know you're on my list to get an estimate too hey I, i'm not stressing you <laughs> you, know, you except for you're bringing it up publicly in the podcast now i've never said that he didn't get me the quote yet or anything i'm excited to work continue working with ricky because i've bought stuff in the past i like yes, it yes, yes. john as, john what are you oh, i was gonna say as far as my show oh i'm sorry, I'm um, sorry. we are currently Please. actually putting together um we got a bunch of big wireframes this year like big ones like drive-through stuff and we're currently cutting all the c7s off and putting pixels on them so i have like a I'd like a 26 foot long Santa and helicopter. And, um, I got like a, I think it's an eight foot tall nativity. That's like 35 feet long that we're currently working on. Wow. You're going to have people drive cool. through your yard now. Um, well, we have a walkthrough that we actually had someone think it was a drive through last year and attempted to drive through it, um, through my lawn. It was actually pretty comical. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, John, what are you working on? So for some for my Halloween show, I've I've just got like I've got one prop, I've got one mini matrix where I've got like a partial string of pixels I still have to solder on, and then I've still got a I, I just got my uh, 
peace steak pixel of Coro from Gilbert that I've got to go ahead and put in. And then I'm building my uh, Daleks for, for my Thanksgiving show. So I did all the last, last weekend I built the uh, prototype and then I cut all the uh, PVC and painted it all black. So I just have to assemble it all on my props now. So I'm almost done assembling all my Halloween props. So you're doing Thanksgiving, Halloween, and Christmas? I'm just doing Halloween and Christmas. I may do something on my Matrix for Thanksgiving. I had some uh, images that I want to use last year where I might start throwing up like a turkey running across it every day. And then at Thanksgiving, have the pilgrim shoot it and show the image of the cooked turkey. But but yeah, I'm, I do a Halloween shows. I figure if I'm going to spend all this money on pixels and props, I'm going to figure out a way to use them for Halloween and Christmas. You know, when I lived in the city, it, having a Halloween show was my excuse to my neighbors for why, why do I have so many lights up? in October. And October and Halloween was really just a testing time Christmas. So if for anybody that doesn't do Halloween, strongly consider it a really great way to test. With. And, it, and the music is fun too. Yeah, it forces you to get an early start. JR, what do you got? What do I got? I don't got a whole lot of questions pre-prepared because I'm on vacation. So where are you at on vacation? I'm in Delaware. Let's talk about that. Why'd you go to Delaware? My Cecilia's grandparents. Okay. So we brought the great grandkids. Okay. Russell, tell me one thing you know about Delaware. Uh, I was trying to come up with something earlier, and <laughs> I have no freaking idea. Except they're clustered in the Northeast, but it has no value. So I have no idea. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, I can say something about Massachusetts or, you know, uh, New York or whatever. It's all up there wedged in there, but there's nothing redeeming about Delaware that I know of. Other than you can incorporate there and you don't get in a bunch of legal hot water. That's the only thing I know about Delaware. Ricky, what do you know? Sorry, I missed the question. I was trying to find my phone. Uh, that's okay. We asked, uh, what What do you know about Delaware? What do I know about Delaware? About Delaware. Um, I think it's a state. Yeah, it definitely a state. a state. It's one that I drove through many times. That's probably about the extent of my Delaware knowing. Where would you be going that you drove through Delaware? I'm originally from New Hampshire. Oh, okay. So when I drive from Alabama to New Hampshire, you drive through Delaware. Okay. John, anything? Yeah, Washington crossed the Delaware River. And NJR, I've got a dad joke for your kids about Delaware. Okay, go for it. Good. What does Delaware? What? A New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was a, it was a dad joke. Yeah, just yeah, for dad you. jokes are the best. That was such a dad joke. <laughs> okay. It was. I, I told you it was. It's good. So we'll keep, the, we'll keep the same order going. And I'm going to give an example here, and that'll kind of – You're not going to ask me. You're on vacation. Yeah, but I'm just giving you a bad time. Go, Jr. Why are you? Oh, what? Why are you? He told us three times. I do. You, yeah. Do you think I'm paying attention? No, no. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you again. Okay, the people so that listen may pay attention because you're there visiting them. family. I know. I'm yes. trying, to, trying to get you to come up with a better. Oh, okay. I love. I love this about Delaware that people talk. I so came much. here for the beaches. <laughs> came here for the beaches. Came here for the boot. <laughs> So uh, people talk shit about places like Nebraska or, you know, other Midwestern or Southern or whatever, about that there's nothing there, nothing important. But Delaware is this really great example of like, dude, you even forgot that was a state. But it um, has – it does have beaches where Nebraska does they, they were one of the original 13. They got that. Okay, so here's, here's my next question. So um, I'm going to give an example of what I do, and then that will – make you understand what my question is. so in order to stay organized coming into the season is the fall and i kind of say september one is like this kickoff time uh, football and lights so i have a workflow app that i try to put all my information as to what i want to accomplish by certain dates and that helps me keep 
in mind of am I on track? Am I on schedule where I think I should be? Things like that. So I don't get stressed out over my lights and all the work that has to be done. So Russell, uh, it's uh, first popcorn off, what do you do? Kettle corn. Oh. Bound chicka pop. Bound chicka pop. Okay. I like it. So what do you do to help you stay organized? You know, when you take this huge display and all the things that have to go into your display, how do you stay organized as to what you need to do when or know if you're running out of time? I'm always running out of time. I'm not a good uh, setup guy. And so usually when everybody else is showing pictures about, hey, look, it's already late September, early October, I've got my show up. I'm like not even thinking about it. Usually I'm more like a Thanksgiving Day kind of guy. But um, no, like I said, I normally drag all the stuff out, start repairs, um, start hashing it all out. I do have my house not only, you know, mapped to next lights, but physically mapped, architecturally mapped, where I have specific labels on specific props in target locations that I can go and put everything up. So that's labeled and that keeps me organized. Um, And I do refer to that. You know, and I've trained my wife. Now that stuff's gotten easier, it used to be that trying to get your layout straight before X lights, you know, you had a lot of upload capabilities to it, to the controllers. I think it used to be a lot more arduous to keep stuff organized than it is now. I've actually trained her as we, you know, work together to hook the stuff up to kind of keep that stuff documented so that we can go and configure X lights to push to all the controllers, which is super helpful. And so, you know, like I said, I keep my keep my props labeled pretty well. There's stuff we're going to do this year. Even I use pre-made extension cables and kind of, we were talking the other night about color coding all those. So we're going to wrap like the 10 footers and blue tape, you know, just a little, a little bit and wrap the 25 footers and red tape. And that way when you go to a bin, they might be intermixed. You can just grab the long ones just by sight instead of kind of unreeling them and seeing what you got. And so that helps newer people as they're, as they're going. But like I said, a lot of documentation, uh, inside my, um, you know, kind of folders and organizational uh, tools, as well as um, just labeling stuff. Russell, or uh, sorry, Ricky, uh, how do you stay organized with both uh, with both what you have, what you've set up, what you still need? Um, Excel spreadsheets. I'm an Excel guy, so basically we put everything we have to do in Excel. Everything we're adding, pretty much the whole show is all built out to an Excel. So come time to set up our display. Usually we start next month already. Um, we will pull everything out of our storage shed and then bring it up similar to Russell and start pawing through stuff and fixing the lights that have blue tape on them that we didn't feel like fixing last year, get those fixed. And then we actually start our layout normally. Um, our layout seems to, we modify it every year and generally um, I'll start laying out the yard and then I'll change how everything goes. And then Zach gets really pissy at me because he already had it all mapped to what I originally told him in July I wanted it to look like. So then we argue and next thing you know, we're moving the whole yard around and um, it's quite a process and we run out of time equally like Russell. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not last minute, but it seems to creep up on me pretty. I get too excited. I, I've, I've never ran into a last minute issue. Uh, and I think it's because I get so excited that I start so so much earlier than I really probably should. I start in October putting it out. I think, but uh, yet you have a Christmas tree already up. <laughs> be nice to you. I have um, two Christmas trees. Your up. Excel spreadsheet. Go ahead and put up. You know the the put up Christmas tree. Check, that, check one that one off. off. Well, I actually have another one out. This I have one in my living room up too. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And it's, it's the incremental things you learn that save time over the years. Like, you know, and somebody mentioned in Zoom the other night, and I do the same thing, like with my snowflakes. You know, I'll take a Sharpie and label this tip as the top. And so when you look at your models and you're doing a bars effect across, you know, you don't have your snowflakes coming in from the bottom and the side and everything else. I go ahead and, you know, mark the way the props oriented before I mount it on my display and that helps. So as I take it down and put it back up, those particular items are pretty static in my display. And those little labels save me dragging a ladder back out, turning it this way, bringing the laptop out, watching it twist, twist, twist. And so having them pre-labeled really helped. I concur. John, John, how about you? What, what do you do to stay labeled or stay organized? Well, um, actually, I'm pr- more a wing of a prayer than anything else. I mean, last year I, I had about, beside my mega tree, I had about 1,500 pixels. This year I'm adding close to 6,000. I'm totally redoing my layout. In fact, I keep changing my layout. I just changed it again a couple weeks ago. So... I've got two checklists that I use, you know, one for what I still have to do on my lights and props and controllers and one I've got to do for my sequencing. And I'm sort of working off both of those simultaneously, you know, during the days I'll work on lights, during the nights I'll work on sequences, but I'm still, I mean, this is, you know, you know, it's my second year. I'm not sure where things are going to go. I have no idea where my controllers are going to go. Typically what I've always done in the past with, with my AC lights is, you know, I'll put up everything, I'll move stuff around, decide where I want it, then figure out how to run power between everything. So it'll probably be the same this year as I'll get all the props where I think I want them and then I'll figure out how to run the controllers. The only thing that I do that, that I am doing is on the back of each piece of coral, I, I take a Sharpie and write how many pixels are on each, each, each one so that as I start putting them up and I start wiring different props to different controller outputs, I take a yellow pad and go, oh, controller one's got this many pixels in it so I can go back into the controller uh, setup and, you know, make sure I have the right number of pixels for each line output on it. Yeah, another thing, I, I do the same thing. I'll label each one of my props with nodes, node numbers. But another thing I do is if you're counting, like my first year, I used to grab a string and count one, two, three, four, all the way through 78 or whatever. And the second year I got smart and said, no, I'm just going to go and that looks like, I don't know, about 70. And so I'll go into the Falcon controller, type in 70, and then see where it stops in that string. 
and see if I've got three left or eight left or whatever. And that way I know I got a 78 node string. Um, so I do like that to keep straight. Okay. John, I, I want to come back to what you were talking about there. But first, um, JR, you have got a play unlike the rest of them that you still have a, so much traditional 200 block crazy. How do you stay organized both timeline and what goes where? My family calls it the Bible. I have this black like artist sketchbook and it has every <clears throat> land in it because my yard is divided up in lands. I have the light bulb factory. There's my light show. So each land has its own page and it has in photos because I do get a lot of help from my family, my parents, my sister, her husband, sometimes the kids. So in the book, I have photos of every land, the way it's supposed to look. So when people are helping, they go to the book, see what they're working and copy the photo, put it in there. But the light show stuff, that's, that's me. I don't let anybody else touch it. And I kind of just wing it for the first, in my third year now with pixels so the first two were kind of just like oh that looks good now nah, i don't like it and changing it even after it was up <clears throat> and organizing it all but i do i did make a test sequence that like runs all bars up and then all bars left that way i can make sure i didn't put something upside down because i have a lot of like hula hoops with pixels on them that you could put upside down without knowing it <clears throat> so I, i'll set everything up run the test sequence where it does that make sure i have everything right and then i'll fix that Okay. But I don't know. I'm kind of a mess too. I try to organize everything by crates because I put like the blow molds and stuff in crates and then I'll bring like a crate down for a land and it should have everything for that land and that crate. Okay. So it's a huge now, mess. Now I want to go back to one of the things that John had said and John, I'm going to give you a piece of advice and then I want to hear what Russell, Ricky and JR have to say on this particular issue. You said you were still working on your layout and not sure how things were going to go and where things were going to go. So here's an idea for you. And this is something I did and it seemed to have worked out very well for me. As we were growing our show over the acres we covered, uh, what I did is I, I couldn't do it all in one year. So I focused on areas and I said, I'm going to build these props in these areas, but I'm going to build it in such a way that it's going to stay forever. So I kind of actually built a five years from now, this is what my show is going to look layout. And then I kind of broke that down into this year. This is what I'm focusing on. And I didn't just focus one small area, but I kind of picked some things. But knowing that five years from now, what I wanted it to look like, those props were designed to go in that. Meaning as, as year by year, as I grow and I grow, I'm adding stuff without change, which means my data cords that are cut to length, made to length, my extension cords that are made to length, everything can go back to exactly where it was before. <coughs> Excuse me. So as you're designing your layout, I would give you personal in mind. Yeah, one of, the, one of the things for me, though, was last year I had these four big AC singing faces, faces, you know, the Christmas trees, and I've got a small lot. So that took up like a huge portion of the yard. So this year I wanted to add a whole bunch of stuff. I, I was adding a matrix. I couldn't figure out where to put the matrix. I put it in one place. My wife decided, no, nah, don't put it there because we can't see the Christmas tree. So I ended up literally a month ago, scrapping the four AC singing faces, and I bought one of the Coro uh, singing trees and two of the singing bulbs, which are much take up much less footprint. So that meant, okay, to put those down, I have to move, I, I had to move like seven other things to find a place to put all that stuff in. So I think I'm set, but I've literally, in my X-Lights folder on my computer, I've got four different Halloween versions that I've, that I've iterated through throughout the year. So hopefully I'm set now, but we'll see. Uh, 
Ricky, do you have any do you have any advice, you know, seasoned advice for somebody that's starting out new like John? Well, honestly, um, I'm kind of like more like John, I guess, and kind of move stuff around and kind of decide on the whim. Um, I wish I, I honestly, when I first started out, I was we we went to Lore and we set up our whole display with like five controllers all you know all ac and i did like you did and made cords and we made like bundles of cords that went to this and you know went to that then the following year we're setting up our display and i completely changed it so now you're cutting all your cords up you're changing everything so for us that that model didn't really work um i thought it would um as we've evolved we kind of change our show as our show is going so kind of like the whole month of December, I stand back and watch my show and design my next year's show. I'm like, I need a tree here and I need, you know, this prop here. I need more snowflakes on the roof here. And that's kind of how we move forward for the, for the next year. I will say that our show has almost reached its limit on size where we're at. So like this season, this season, our show pretty much after we set up this year will be more like yours, Vinny. It, the trees won't move. I mean, cause now I'm cementing towers in for trees and, you know, we're moving certain things around. So my show will be a lot more similar to yours. It'll just, that them props will stay there. So hopefully I can label stuff cause it would make it a whole lot easier. If you can have, you know, cords labeled like Russell has his, you know, taped in colors that would really speed things up for sure. Um, versus my, my motto where I have a pretty good sized driveway and we just, string all the cords out by length um and then as you're setting up you kind of measure what you need and you just go pull from the pile uh, which it takes a lot more time doing it that way for sure but i think if you can come up with a with a solution i love your idea of any think five years ahead um i just can't do that because it's kind of like i don't know what i want next year until i see this year going mm-hmm. and there's always new shit yes that's what i was saying i've had to uh I I have many times had to be like, oh, I thought I was going to put arches there and I take them down and I put up something else. Right. But I I just took it out of its spot. Um, So it's not a perfect system. That's definitely JR. What do you have on this? I'm I'm a little bit of both. I have my book where everything's supposed to go, but like I constantly add new. So that page in the book could get scrapped right there. You know, my one of my family members will set up all of it and i'll look at it and be like okay where i'm gonna put this new stuff and then i'll move it all around then take new pictures update the book right before the show starts and then that's that's the new one so i but i don't know i haven't seen the same in all my lands in the last five years like everything has changed so much so i'm not consistent and next year i don't even know next year it's gonna kill or this year actually because i'm pretty much all new and i have none of it yet freaking out russell what do you got yeah, so a little bit hybrid about everybody, really. Um, so I like a more modular approach. Everything I buy, I don't do custom wires and extension wires and all that. You know, I'll go out and buy things in 5, 10, 25-foot lengths um, because they're less hassle to deal with. Um, they're just about just as cheap as making your own. And that way, I can go and grab lengths of cable where I need them and, and run them out there. So I like that rather than the being bound by the custom runs. Um, so that works for me. My core outline, so I started four years ago, and my core outline has stayed the same because I went in there with a decent plan, um, but I've added density every year. And so, you know, I never want to just litter up the yard, but, you know, the first year, the house was just wearing a hat. And so I had the roof line outline, but none of the vertical. And so 
I saw that and I learned from the previous show, just watching it. I'm like, man, it looks like all my sequences, the house is just wearing a hat. And so then I added verticals the next year. And then this past year, I said, I don't like the movement across the house. I don't think there's enough density on the props to capture the movement. And so I added a lot of spinners, uh, a lot of spinners, some light, some living light shows, snowflakes. And now, you know, I'm like, well, I need a little bit more density. So I added some of the eight foot canes. All that being said, what I do now is, I know where I am. I know my base setup. And I know every time I buy something, I have to ask myself or before I buy it, where is this going? Where is the home for this? And if I can't answer that question, it doesn't matter how cool the prop is. You know, I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, mm, I can't add that you know, without littering up the yard or without looking so clean. Um, and and I, I go ahead and just say, I'm, I'm not going to buy that. So I've ratcheted down my prop buying and building. Because if I don't have a really appropriate home for it, I flat out won't do it. Um, and so that's where I am right now, you know, a few years in. Okay. So here we, it's your turn, John. So you're the newest person group here. What kind of stuff would you like to know from people who've been doing this for a while? What do you think will help you the best? I guess, the, I mean, the biggest thing for me is, you know, I don't, you know, is the whole controller stuff. Because mostly at this point, I'm buying fully built controllers. You know, I'm using uh, Alpha Picks and and the Pixel to AC boards only only because I can buy them fully built. They come in the box. I just have to plug them in. Um, you know, I've got three now, three controllers. I think I've got enough controllers to do everything. I know you're putting your fingers down. I should. <laughs> no, we're all put. We're all no, pointing we're to Ricky. Pointing to Ricky. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like the, those are the one. I mean. My first one was a, was a, was an Easy Lights. That's for my tree. Then I bought another one. This year I bought a forty eight one with a with a, a receiver on it, only because you know I knew I could buy it in a box. It came together. All I had to do was plug the lights in, and it works. I don't do any power injection. I don't even want to mess with it. You know, to to me, I like building the props and I like sequencing. But the whole whole electronic stuff is I don't understand it. You know, you know the Falcons came out with those smart board things and I don't understand how that works so a lot of this is I'm still trying to figure out how to put my receivers and my controllers in the right spots and figure out where those should go in the yard and mostly it's just hey I've got a bunch of wires here let me I've got so many outputs let me connect them up and see if they work so I think that's the biggest thing that I have to learn over the you know is more on the receiver I'm not gonna lie I my first controller was one of those ready to run guys I came from full static AC and I wanted to get into the pixels and I searched and that was a controller ready to run. And I didn't want to have to try to deal with trying to figure out how to make one when I have so much other stuff to get into. Yeah. I mean, I've still got my pixel to, I mean, my, my pixel to AC boards, you know, pixel to things boards. And I haven't even built the box for those because I'm not even sure how to do that. You know, I built the test box. So a lot of this is just, you know, things I can just plug in work well for me, but the boxes are hard. And there's no videos on how to build a box and how to build the stuff on. At least I haven't found any how to put a box. There's some out there. There's some out there. And like I said, it's all different based off of the controller you're getting and the components you're adding and closure you're getting. But for example, like Clyde Lindsay did some ammo case builds and there's some PG-1500 builds out there that have been documented. There's actually a whole mounting enclosure Facebook group that that's all they talk about is how to mount the box to your house and how to... Uh, you know, kind of build a controller out, check that out. But yeah, I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely better solutions nowadays. Like with Ricky's great example of folks that will um, sell you a, a fully 
built solution. David himself does that as well. Um, if you want it to be base bare bones um, controller that's built out, he does that. And um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of options out there. And that's certainly no shame in that game. I don't buy into that philosophy where, well, yeah, you got to build everything with sticks and tape for you all yourself. You know, if you buy it, that's great. Uh, if you buy sequences, that's great. I do. Um, you know, just there's there's stuff you got to, you know, kind of pick and choose what you're good at and where you want to spend your time. And um, like I said, let the other folks do stuff. So. so you said you like sequencing. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But you don't like building controllers, and that's where you, know, you say, well, Ricky, you know, I'll give you uh, the money. And like I said, really, Ricky's pretty, uh, pretty generous, I think. Uh, if you look at all of the components of what it would cost you to build, um, getting him to build one's nominal. So um, as far as the upcharge on it, and so, you know, if you look at that kind of stuff, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I, I would say for people like yourself, John, you're going to hear so much, I, I'm going to just flat out say crap, just absolute crap that people hear that you don't do it all yourself. You don't do it the way we do it back in the day when you were uphill both ways. If you don't do it that way, they look down at you and they talk down to you. And it's all crap, bullshit, because... Me, I hate sequence. If I had to sequence, I would have quit this hobby years ago. I hate every aspect, but building props, I love. I will sit in my shop and build props all day long, all year. Um, so for me, I can build props and turn it over to somebody else to sequence it, and then I get this, and it makes me happy to do what I love to do and not have to deal with it. So that would be my advice. If you don't like building controllers, don't do it, and don't let anyone else feel make you feel bad for it. Yep, that goes with anything. You don't like pushing pixels? There's options for that now. You could buy props with pixels in them now. If there's something you don't like, don't make it discourage you from the hobby. There is somebody to fill that need now. Either there's Ricky who builds your controllers, there's Ken that has everything for you, who'll make you a P10 panel, and will make you um, controller or push pixels into props. Everybody's got something. Yeah, and honestly, my thing is, is just for the new people, is I'd say is just stop overthinking it. Keep it simple. Um, I, I just see so many people with with building stuff that they're just they're just way overthinking it. Um, 
and especially and especially with like controllers and thinking how much they're going to do and power injection and they're adding all this crap to their controllers just just keep it simple it's a falcon if that's what you're running you know put two power supplies on it keep 800 to a thousand pixels on the side of a falcon um you know i mean i am a 12 volt advocator as well um so i mean i i tell everyone 800 to a thousand pixels just go with that number that keeps you, you know, 100 to 200 a port, depending on what you're what you're building, and then just get another port. Um, I mean, this hobby's not cheap. Um, it's just, it's really not. And um, to get into it, uh, you know, some, you're going to spend some money on some controllers. Um, it just, it is what it is. I mean, the beauty now is these 48s with these receivers, like you talked about, the smart ones, which honestly, I finally a month later have got my first um, my first one in that came in this week. Uh, that really is going to help people keep less pixels on a port. So it'll spread it out for power. So, I mean, really the power injection, I mean, the power injection days really don't need to happen anymore. And with receivers, just spread the load out, Um, spread the load out across ports. Instead of power injection, just add another port. I mean, if a prop takes two or three ports, it's easy that way. Um, you're not trying to to balance your power. I don't know. It, for, for me, that that that's what I try to help new people with is is stop overthinking these things. Just just stay your 800 to 1,000 pixels for power supply, and then move on. Put another power supply in. Put another controller in. Even um, only a matter of a few days ago, I would have agreed with you on this. That power injection is is not necessary as often. Well, uh, well I should say that. In some instances, power injection is nice. If you're doing a super dense prop, the matrix in one grouping where I can see that, that would make sense. But then again, put a second receiver in it and just run ports. I mean, put them little receiver cards in them. I have a new prop where there are 4,800 pixels inside of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would just, myself, I'd put receivers. Russell thinks I'm crazy, but Russell doesn't know what I'm making. I mean, I would throw a pile of receivers at it, but I, again, I power inject. I power inject my mega trees. Um, I power inject them back up because I want to put 200 pixels. And I, I hate to say this because my my mega trees are five volt, oh. so, so you can't go 200 pixels like my, can't put my mega trees five volt too. So I have to power inject the bottom of that one to make it work. Um, in that instance, it does work. Um, but again, these new receivers with these A, B, and C, I mean, you can put so few pixels on you can just keep stacking power supplies in there and with 12 volt i mean you can go 200 pixels so one power supply can do 800 that's a four port receiver then move on to another four port receiver um 200 pixels a pop unless you're running your show at 100 but um i don't know too many who do that but i mean that's for, for new people that's what i suggest just keep it simple keep it simple don't overthink it don't add a bunch of crap to your controllers just run two two 10 gauge wires to feed it and run the pigtails out, set your voltage to 10 to 11.9, and let it ride. John, out of everything you just heard, what's your favorite thing? You what, What's the thing that you heard that you want to be like, you know what, that that really sounds good to me? Well, I, you know, the whole thing about throwing receivers at it is pretty much what I've, what I've been doing. I mean, I bought a new receiver this year. Was a, a, I bought a 32-port receiver with a, with a, with a board, you, you know, the receiver – on it so I can go to 48. It's like, I don't need that many for the, for the pixels I have, but it just makes it easier that I don't have to worry about ever thinking about putting too many pixels on a port. I just, you know, I'd, I'd rather pay a little bit more for receivers that are built and I can just plug them in than ever having to think about 
power injection or getting power supplies and all that. It's a, it's a box. I plug it in, I plug stuff in pigtails and it works. I like that. That and watching Russell's face when, when everyone said their trees were five volt. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to shine very brightly being five volt trees, you know, sad Christmas. Hey, it's where I started. Okay. Well, my, my new, uh, my new 40 footer I'm currently okay. building is 12 volt. It's yeah, my, my new 20 out. footers. Yeah. hundred percent 12 volt, Russell. I now choose team Vinny. Wow. We we don't do that anymore, Russell. I still choose Team Vinny. (laughs) I'm on Team Impalement. (laughs) I I count that as a win for me. All right. So what is, for everybody, what is the one thing you wish you knew, but when you started, that you've learned now? Russell, Russell. you go first. I have my hand up. Um, The value of custom props and, and custom strings. And so... Yeah, I sat down on and, and I started out in high school and stuff with high school with uh, with twelve volt electronics and car audio and things like that. And so I wasn't a stranger to soldering and to low voltage stuff. Um, but when I got started here, I ordered a bunch of eBay pixels, which was a mistake. And um, then I sat to solder them all together, and it was a real pain in the butt. And that's where you start learning the vendors in the hobby, and you start learning what you can do. And I'll tell you what, when you can go to a 89 or 87 node spinner and have those you know pre-done and have a you know a six foot extension cable on the front end you know another two foot three foot extension on the rear end so you can kind of daisy chain them all up and have that factory done and for paying and you pay literally almost the same amount i don't know how the guys still don't know how they make any money doing that but it's all going to be around that 25 cent a pixel mark you can do a little bit better um during sometimes but you know, that's a, a recommendation I have that was a game changer for me. That first year trying to struggle through all that, you know, messing with wire and making my own pigtails and everything else, it's fine, but you got really sick of it really quick. And so to be able to specify all that stuff and have it custom ordered where all you're doing is pushing is primo. So I recommend that. Ricky, what do you, <laughs> um, what do you wish you knew that would be good? Um, honestly, in the beginning, I wish I would have, um, known more about pixels and, and that style lighting, because I sunk a ton of money into more controllers, into LED lights. Um, I mean, I was the guy the day after Christmas and went to Walmart and bought the entire shelf. That was me. You know, I would go buy four carts worth of lights and people would stare at me and then I'd go to the next Walmart and I'd buy that one out. Um, I, I think... For me, I, I, I spent a lot of money on the head end where all that stuff has been phased out or moved and it's not, not working. I wish I would have known more about pixels in the beginning. And, and what's evolved that is, is honestly, um, I mean, you guys have all been in this for several years now, is five years ago, what's available now wasn't available five years. There wasn't all the vendors like there are now. There wasn't the Facebook pages, the, the videos, the... Um, just, just that group of people, there was the old, there was the ones that we talk about that, that if you don't build it with duct tape and stuff, those, those were the people that were heading it up. And basically it was, it was pure DIY. It was figure it out. Um, so where the hobbies evolved so much, I think new people coming in, it's, it's great because they can instantly see, let's not sink our money here. Let's start putting it over here. That's probably what I would suggest. Vinny, um, I'm going to kind of go off of what we were saying earlier that 
I wish I had understood the value of power injection in certain. I was under the same train of, trains of thought as others that I just keep it simple. In one strand of lights, uh, up to 150 pixels at one output. And what I have found is I could have significant, once I started to understand not to complicate power injection, but to understand its value in certain locations and ways, um, I could have significantly rollers I have. Holy crap, I have so many. Um, as well as I could have had so many less cables, so many less strands that have to be plugged in and, and all those other things. Um, I'm not saying use it all the time because I don't. You know, I have a 16-strand megatree, for example, that just each one of those 32-strand uh, uh, by 50 tall. So it's 50 up, 50 down, 10-foot megatrees. I got three of those. Each one just has its own controller so that it goes 50 up, 50 down. That's one output, 16 of those. One controller, one controller, one controller. It keeps it simple. However, a lot of other places I could have learned power engine. I know you're fairly new to this, John. What would you have done if you started today? Oh, with knowing what you know. Oh, it would have been so different. I, I was a lot like. What about Falcon instead of Alpha? Well, well. So part of it was like Ricky. I mean, literally two two years ago, I was running a six channel lights and sounds of Christmas full of AC lights, and I had hundreds of. Uh, extension cords going across the yard. I had a couple of leaping arches and a couple of the these you know the tomato cage trees wrapped in six different colors of lights. And I had the six channels going, and it was like I'd been following Planet Christmas and the lore stuff for years. And so finally last year I decided, yeah, I'm gonna upgrade. I'm you know my you know my lights sound of Christmas died. I was gonna go to lore. And and within a like two months I went from lore. I bought three lore boxes, and then it's like. Oh, X, X lights. Cool. Pixels. Oh, they're cheaper than lights. And I literally went the transition from AC to Lord to X lights all in about a month and a half. So I wish I had known about X lights and pixels before I ever sunk any money into buying that Lore controller and the Lore software and the other stuff. Uh, take a look. If, if you're interested, take a look at eBay because for whatever got off of controllers, their value, same number. Uh, I've even seen used ones go on eBay for higher than brand new. So, hey, if you need to unload those things, you might be in luck. Yeah, I've got a neighbor who's still got some lore controllers. So I'm a, he said he'd take two of them off my hands. Um, I don't even need them anymore since I've gone, mostly since I've gone to the, uh, uh, the, the, the Pixel singing Christmas tree and then David's boards. I don't really need them anymore. But, yeah, I mean, I bought – I bought one new and two used last year. And then literally pretty much I was in, into pixels in a mega tree before Halloween. Yeah. It was like, I wish I'd known about X lights and think tank before I started life. Okay. So you guys make my life better. Well, thank you, John. We try. That's we try. what I like to hear. That's what I like to God, It only took how long in this episode to get you to say that. Awesome. I, I say that to JR almost every day. <laughs> especially since i got the wheels for my mega tree <laughs> yeah i thought we were friends <laughs> we are <laughs> oh, we had something special we are so fine you can be jr's groupie i'll take russell and our volts and we'll go home <laughs> if i if i didn't like, stir the pot my ball and go home if i didn't stir the pot you'd get bored yeah, oh, hey if anything i run the most volts out of all of us you try the 120 yeah 120 <laughs> I know I got I have quite a few um of that old stuff. Our walkthrough display basically is all the old stuff. It's kind of where everything goes to die, and uh, and that's what I use all my lore boxes for. Is it literally just turns that stuff on? I mean, I had an entire lore box turn on the yard outline of my house. It was like one port. <laughs>
all the year. That was it. I mean, such a waste. It's like all these lower controllers or hundreds of dollars. They just, they're sequenced in the background sequence to come on and turn on all the AC stuff. Just on. <laughs> okay. Now Thanks, let's hear a quick version of the rapid fire. Always sure. have to have rapid fire. What do you think? Two questions per person? What are you thinking? Yeah, let's do two per Russell wants four. Okay. I guess, well, then, Ru I guess. Russell, I got one. I'm ready for you right away. And now a word from our sponsors. The Pixel Pro Display Sequence Club is the only club that pays for itself. Here are just some of the benefits of becoming a member. Each month, you will receive a free original sequence programmed by the pros at PPD to take your display to the next level. Access to weekly Excites Effects presets, which you can use in your own sequences or modify to create your unique effects library. Access to the PPD affiliate discount program, getting up to 15% off or more from over a dozen of our PPD partners. So visit us on the web today at pixelprodisplays.com and also find us on Facebook at Pixel Pro University. Pixel Pro Displays. What can Pixel Pro Displays do for you? JR's got a dirty mind. Vinny is just an idiot. But somehow, this is still journalism? Let's now do some rapid-fire questions. Oh, boy. Yeah? How many X-Lights hats do you own? Uh, 12. Is that an accurate number or an estimate? I can go and count for it. Okay, we'll wait. Okay, okay. I'll be back. I'll go, I'll go get a sleeve of them real quick. Ask somebody else. Vinny, ask a question. I'll be right back. Okay, John. Um... Let's see. What do you think about? Uh, no, no, no. We're gonna ask this one. Uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? Hot dog's not even food. It's disgusting. No one should eat a hot dog. Don't even talk to me anymore. <laughs> don't, don't even. How do you go? Have you ever been to any sporting event ever? Yes. If you go, you have to eat a hot dog. No. It's like the law. No, no. It, in in Texas, we serve brisket and chopped beef and sausage wraps. You know, if 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 you want to go up upgrade your 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 hot dog sausage wrap in a tortilla with spicy mustard, that's the way to go. But hot dogs aren't even food. Have, have you ever seen how they're made? Watch a watch a video on how they make a hot dog. It's it's disgusting. I'm telling you, spiral dogs are where it's at. Spiral dogs. So are spiral dogs a sandwich? Uh, spiral dogs are a hot dog that you take a knife that you spiral it mm. and then you put it on the grill and you cook it like a steak, nice and slow, and get it all crispy. Well, not like a steak. Steak you cook hot and fast, but never mind. Um, but you cook it nice and slow so you don't burn them. They get good and crispy, and then you take like a sweet barbecue sauce, and you spread it over the hot dogs and let it run in all the spirals. You roll it a few times. You keep saucing it up until it gets really sticky, and then you put it in a bun. That is a delicious spiral dog. You have? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, like, my stomach is aroused. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. A spiral dog is where it's at. I will send you pictures of what a spiral hey, dog is. Hey, make me a spiral dog. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That's Ricky. <laughs> I'll send you pictures. Pictures will explain it all. He sent you some pictures. <laughs> no, not that type of picture. Good picture. <laughs> right, so what's Russell, the count, what's Russell? Russell? Oh, let's see. So there's different styles. So one, two, three, four, five. Oh, X lights around the world. There's another one around here somewhere. So it's Count six, it. Six, seven. Oh, man. Eight. You're putting them on your keyboard. Nine, yeah. 
10. So there's 10 we can get our hands on real quick, but there's more somewhere. All right, John gets my first rapid fire question. John, is a net still a net if it has a hole ripped into it? Or is it a net with less holes? But, but don't nets by definition have holes between the strings? Yeah, so is it just a net with less holes? Well, how would you know if the hole is a different hole or not? If it just ripped into it, bigger. <laughs> <laughs> you had to work hard to get a question dumber than anything Vinny asked, didn't you? I'm sorry, John. We're going to need an answer here. <laughs> yes. Can we focus, yes. please? If, if, if Jared says it, it's yes. <laughs> but I just want to know, is, is beef wellington a sandwich? Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, Ricky, okay. If you were a Megamon, what's and what? I would hard one. Godzilla, Tokyo, King Kong. I'd probably destroy Philadelphia. The second or third person that said Philly. Yeah, Philadelphia. I worked there for like three months. Um, like 10 years ago, and I had to manage a bunch of union guys, and union guys don't work at any a rate speed, and uh, the whole city is so unionized. Um, I'd probably destroy that city. Yeah, I think that's the one I had the most problems with back in the day. I'm a union guy. Well, you work hard? <laughs> I, I work my ass off. Okay, well then, I might like you then. I'm just telling you, the ones I had pulling cable 10 years ago did not work hard. You're always on a You got to bust out. Well, yeah, but you don't work in Philly. I've okay, heard many, many union Is a cereal a No. Why not? Because it's cold and has milk in it. And I know some warm soups have milk in it, but it can't be cold and have milk in it. Okay. Okay, Russell, I need you to dig deep, hard thoughts in physics. If a ghost can walk walk through walls and glide downstairs, why doesn't a ghost fall through the floor? That's a good question. Maybe it has invisible feet. Huh. But what allows it to walk through the wall, but not through the floor? Well, he's hovering. He picks up his feet. That's what's inside the little the little skirt thing. He just lifts his feet up. That's why you can't see him. Or okay. he's just flying, like if Superman was flying in. Yeah. And it falls through the floor. I think he hides him. I think he, like, levitates. All right, Ricky. If you crash a car on purpose, is it still an accident? Um, depends what you tell your insurance. <laughs> it's acceptable. All right, Vinny. John? Since we discovered that you do go to sporting events, why do we sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" when we're already at the? Um, I would I would cross a German Shepherd and a Stegosaurus, so I'd have a loyal pet that that can destroy anything. <laughs> this is a loyal listener who had a prepared answer and said, "Screw you! I'm answering my own question." It's 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 like so. Why do you drive on a parkway and park on a driveway? I asked the fat people skinny dip team today at lunch. And, nice. And what'd you get? I probably got fired from my work. So, uh, <laughs> some kind of code of conduct violation. But other than that, they seemed to enjoy it and said yes. Matter of fact, the lady that I was with was a um, was a law enforcement scuba diver. She said, I've picked more than a few dead people naked off the bottom of the lake. And he's like, I don't know what they're doing out there. I was like, there you go. Uh, was it Stoffers Jr. that recently told us that uh, skinny people go skinny dipping and fat people go chunky dunking? I believe it was. <laughs> yes, it was. That sounds like something that Diana would say. All right, Russell. If short people smoke weed, do they still get high or do they get medium? <laughs> Definitely medium. <laughs> Definitely medium. <laughs> After they go chunky dunking. Maggie! <laughs> you medium! <laughs> I'll explain later. <laughs> Any more, Vinny? I got a, 
I got a whole list now. Well, I've been busy. You've been, you've been working on a list too. It sounds like your list yeah, is yeah, good. Going, I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna have to update. Uh, let's. Uh, okay, John. How many chickens would it realistically take to kill an elephant? My toothbrush is blue. <laughs> <laughs> the He's chicken one's off. just normal question. He's pissed off. <laughs> Did not ask. You go. I know. I know. I know. That's like that's like me getting up in the morning and not taking the first thing. It's like everything's just wrong and out of place. But when we we're only asking four, I didn't want to. I lost count. I know. We're having fun with. It. Well, okay, Ricky. If you work security at Samsung, would you be a guardian of the galaxy? No, <laughs> I wouldn't. I don't think you would be. No, I don't think. I'm just not feeling it. I don't think I would. Hmm. You ready? You got more, Vinny? Um, yeah. I'm gonna go, Russell. Uh, when was your last? Ooh, I don't know. I was thinking about doing it after the show. It's like a fortune telling thing. So is it going to be your second one for the day? Yeah, or? I think so. Okay. In the, do you have your first one in the morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Is it a good? Is it a regular thing? <laughs> yeah, of course. It's a regular thing. But you got to go wait until you're at work so you can do it on the clock. Yeah, Absolutely. You get paid for it. Yeah, you Absolutely. get paid for it. We have we have an app. You put in what your hourly rate is, yep. and then you stop watching. Tells you how much you got paid while you poop. We used to work in a high rise building here that had a data center on the second floor. And so there was nobody staffed on that you know, floor because it's all data center. And so that was where everybody liked to go poop because nobody would mess with them. You could sit there in solitude. And so they actually, this is a big company. They reserved, they put that room in exchange so that you could go and check out a time in the poop room. So you go to the second floor and they called it the Rose Room. Fun fact. What happens when the IT guys rule the network? They put the bathrooms in Outlook. You had to reserve a time yep. slot in the Rose Room. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, nobody else is sharing the stalls. All right, John. If you hit yourself and it hurts, does that make you weak or strong? It makes me weak. <laughs> wow. So weak? <laughs> I'm sorry, strong, strong. <laughs> it depends on what you hit yourself with. <laughs> yeah. You got more, Vinny, or do you want me to keep going? Uh, no, I got some more. Uh, Ricky. Yeah. Which Pokemon starter? Bulbasaur, Squirtle, or Charizard? I really was never into Pokemon. Ricky doesn't uh, strike me as the Pokemon kind of guy. Yeah, I didn't really that was know horrible. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, eh. I, you know, I know that it maybe wasn't the right person for that question. I, I, I felt like it was your turn, and I was hoping we get something interesting. So I'll, I'll change it. I'll change it. Okay. okay um, change it. all right, ready? Here's, here's your random question. Okay. Can I have some money? Um, sure. Sweet. Sure. Awesome. Thanks. Hey, Ricky. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with a better one. Okay. Is the S or the C silent in the word scent? Let's see. I don't know. <laughs> scent. <laughs> C. Yeah, you're right. It's C. It's C. Scent. Vinny, you got some? Or, or it could be the C, yeah. right? If it's, no. Yeah, Russell, it's if somebody handed you a box of crayons that you have to eat, which color would you pick out? Blueberry. Blue. Are you just assuming that blueberry? I think so. I think so. It's crayon. It can't be blue raspberry. How do you? Uh, uh, let's ask Russell's rapid fire question. How is the appropriate way to say crayon? Crayon. Crayon. Jr. Crayon. Crayon. Ricky. Crayon. John. College stick of wax. Oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah. I say some people say crown. Some people say crane. It's a crayon. So anyway. Well, then people are wrong. Yeah. Well, listeners out there, how do you say crayon? Talk to your radio. Yes. Put it. Put it in the comments yeah, on put YouTube. It in the con- <laughs> yeah, that's right. Your Apple review. Yeah. Russell wants to know. I want to know. All right. I think this is the last rapid fire question. What do you think, Vinny? Um, actually, I'll have one more. Last one. We can quit. All right, John. Do you think sand is called sand because it's between the sea and the land? No. <laughs> okay, Vinny, go. All right. Ready? 
So, At least he JR, answered my question. JR, now that we're <laughs> on, now that we have video footage of cast, can we see your browser history? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Because you could share screen and we could just look through your browser history. Oh, he's clearing it right now. Look. No, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm just pulling it up. Raise history. Yeah, it's taking a long time oh. for it to come up there. Yeah, hey, share screen is only a button, couple button clicks, right. buddy. This is a lot of cool. Two of them, in fact. He's it's taking like, so long. He's clicking like I'm a madman. There's a lot of flashing going on. Oh, there goes that. Yeah. See? We'll close that one out. Close that one out. Just open another browser. Oh, yeah. Oh, all better now. Yeah. Let's see. What have you done today? Think tank, think tank. Been looking at poles. Connect, yeah. fabric, Bluetooth, multi-room connectivity, fabric. More for, did you buy a fabric or something? Yeah. More fabric stuff, rugged pull stuff. Oh, look, you visited your own website three times. You're so vain. Hmm. Wow, you're boring, JR. Yeah. Benny, let's see your browser history. Oh, oh he's got to get the time of day it is. So late. We better get to bed, huh? Mm-hmm. All right, Vinny's drinking invisible drink. <laughs> That's so cool. This drink sponsored by Bosco. Yeah, the king of cool. Mister, the king of cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you for being on the show tonight. I think we've at least given some more things for new people to think about. Probably confuse the shit out of them some more. Um, thank you, John, the biggest fan of the professional triers, for being on tonight. Groupie. And Russell, I love you so much. Russell, Mister Twelve Volt himself, the Evangelist, and and Ricky, the guy who made my controller and also makes a lot of awesome. Do you want to give yourself a plug again, sir? Um, I can. You check out our website at cclcontrollers.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page. What else you make? Um, controllers. (laughs) Yeah, but like, I'm starting to make. I'm starting to print parts for um for uh their their special power supply plate brackets that i use we're starting to make those now and a few other things were in the works very cool jr can can i plug um who tonight's episode was brought to you by yeah sure. for you. no tonight's episode is brought to you by sooner than later sooner than later are you trying to quit smoking try sooner than later one cigarette designed to give the ultimate near-death experience with just one or two inhales you will instantly slip into a 24-hour coma when you wake up your urge to smoke will be completely gone we guarantee it urge to smoke Try sooner than later. Perfect. While we're giving it's important, ridiculous... to, it's important to have sponsors. I want to give a ridiculous yeah. plug mm-hmm. while yeah. we're in the ridiculous plug hour. So Robbie Wren just released the most amazing Kool-Aid Man sequence out there. So anyway, it was one that I've wanted to hear. So the guy released it for free. It's on the Google Drive. It's the Little John Kool-Aid Man. I saw that. That's so cool. It's really well done, actually. I think it's going to be the new Baby Shark. So check it out. Very cool. JR looks like he's downloading it right now. Yes. He looks very excited. <laughs> we'll check my Google history. <laughs> yeah. John, you have anything ridiculous to plug since Vinny started that? No, I don't have anything to I've been, I've, I've, been, I've been plugging you, JR, all, the, all I can on the board. So. <laughs> Thank oh. you. I appreciate that. John likes to plug JR. Okay, got it. <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably I'll be in this episode, though. All right. You give me more time and I'll come up with more sponsors. Okay, everybody. Well, I am going to go ahead and say goodnight. Uh, thank you very, very much for uh, coming in. Is JR back? Yeah, it's late. Well, thank you for listening. And Thanks, guys. It was fun. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Ricky. Thank you, John. Uh, I will say toodles, everybody, and goodnight. Good night from JR. Take care. Toodles. 
Thank you for listening. Subscribe to get on the nice list. Make sure you join the Holiday Lighting Think Tank on Facebook. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.